Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good afternoon, Tiger fans. Welcome to the Tiger Tailgate Show uh, with Herb Tyler and Deke Bellavia. I'm Herb Tyler. It's homecoming 2017, LSU versus Troy. Um, you know, I'm looking for a good game here. To, uh, coming up today, we will hear from uh, Mike Scarborough and TigerBait.com for the, the latest on recruiting. We'll break down today's opponent, the 3-1 Troy Trojans, and we'll see exactly what we can do on this beautiful Saturday. It's gleaming with beautiful wind and sun, and uh, everybody's out here looking like we're having a great time for a great homecoming weekend here at the uh, campus of the one of the most beautiful campuses on, in, in America, uh, the LSU Tigers, baby. We're looking for a great day today. We're, we're sitting here right in front of the athletic uh, the athletic building right next to Tiger Stadium where we see a bunch of beautiful people walking back and forth here. We're looking forward to a great, great day and a great, great win by the Tigers, in my opinion, Herb Tyler. Uh, with that being said, um, I know everyone's out there excited about uh, this homecoming weekend. It's, uh, it's one of those special times of the year for uh, us, us former Tigers. We all get to come back and, and hang out with everybody and kind of see what everybody's doing. Um, and, and, and kind of just, you know, mingling with the public and having a good time and, and showing everybody a little love with a little tailgate, uh, some, some food, some fun, and, uh, and, and just shaking hands with everybody and sharing stories that we've all uh, uh, loved throughout the past and, uh, and, and come to know of today. Um, you know, like, uh, last week the Tigers had a big win. Um, it's coming off of, of a really good performance, I think, personally. Um, you know, I'm, I'm looking for the same thing this week. In, in hopes that we can uh, come come together as a as a team and kind of build our identity and uh, play against the, the Detroit Trojans and do the very best that we can um, to, to kind of catapult ourselves into the this really really tough SEC schedule that we have coming up um, and and if you're out there and if you're here in attendance for the game today please please come by and show us a little love at the at the WWL um, um, booth as well as show a little love to all of my Tiger fans out here um, doing our thing, man. Um, we, we're, just, uh, we're just having a good time. I got to uh, always have people coming up to us saying hello to us and uh, former Tiger greats and, 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 and people, people that love us all day long. How you doing, baby? And, um, you know, so we're just having a good time here. So it's a beautiful day on campus. We wish everybody was, was here to enjoy this particular time. The sun is shining. The wind is blowing. People are enjoying themselves. They're, they're eating. They're drinking. They're having fun. Uh, the kids are walking around as well. Tigers are getting warmed up and ready to roll. I know they're they're in their meetings right now, uh, kind of hanging out in the hotel, going over some 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 last minute game plan, uh, things that they need to do and take care of before the game starts. And that's what we're looking forward to. So it's going to be a great night tonight. Uh, you kick off at six o'clock. We got some really good games, some really good college games here this this afternoon as well, and even tonight also while the Tigers are playing. So it's going to be a fun-filled weekend of, of, of not only LSU football, but 
college football in itself. So um, we're all looking forward to to a really great time and a really great uh, uh, evening tonight to cheer on our Tigers. Uh, well, I see a lot of purple, or just a, a sea of purple and gold out here. People just walking around and, and just and just looking, you know, just gleaming with with, with happiness and, and, and thoughts of a win tonight. And I know the Tigers will be able to take this out. Uh, you know, I'm I'm right now I'm by myself, Mr. My 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 co my cohort uh, Deke is uh is 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 taking a little break right now. He's got a little something going on. So, but he'll be here shortly, and and we'll go ahead and. Um, and get this show started uh, and I, I can't wait to talk a little recruiting too because there's some some really great guys that are coming up that that played some really great games last night so i'm looking forward to the segment with mike scarborough and um and, and that's going to be nice but but first you know the three and one uh troy trojans will be coming in and we'll talk a little bit more about that right after the break here coming soon um right now vandy is winning oh, vandy is losing to florida 17 24 florida up 24 vandy 17 we'll be right back welcome back to the wwl gulf coast bank and trust lsu tiger tailgate show with herb tyler and deke bellavia um just kind of get you guys caught up a little bit on a on a couple of college games that happened last night um yesterday miami beat duke 31 to 6 in what i thought was a really great game played by miami uh, thought Duke would give them a little bit more of a challenge, but they they didn't obviously. Uh, and then uh, the the late night game, which uh, featured number five USC against number sixteen Washington State, was an upset of Washington State beating USC thirty to twenty seven. Which uh, <laughs> a game that 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 was kind of reminiscent of a game that I played in back in ninety seven against the number one ranked Florida at the time, where the fans kind of rushed the field which I thought was always uh, one of those really cool things to see a ton of people or, or you know, a, a couple thousand people, if you will, 60 to 70, 80,000 people running, you know, from the stands onto the football field. It kind of looks like a pile of ants just everywhere, and then, uh, which is always pretty cool and pretty awesome for the fans to be able to partake in, to kind of be right next to their favorite player or whatnot on that particular team, and then just to be on the field where something magical like that happens. So uh, USC was, uh, you know, I thought when they played the game against Stanford that that was the best game that they would play all year long, and I think I was right about that. They've, uh, they've, they've kind of not struggled but really had their difficult times against the p opponents after that Stanford game, which last night spoke volumes for Washington State. I think they'll be um, considered one of the top ten teams in the country after this particular weekend is over with thought that was a really great game and a couple of games that are in progress right now number 10 wisconsin versus northwestern wisconsin is up 21 10 uh in the third quarter with about two and a half minutes to go um and then also you got uh, the florida vanderbilt game number 21 florida is up 24 17 to vanderbilt in quarter number three with four minutes to go in that game uh then also we have number 18 south florida at 38 in east carolina 31 and also in the third quarter with about three minutes to go in that particular game so we got you know in some other games coming up is louisville playing murray state uh number seven georgia is coming up uh they're going to be playing tennessee that's going to be a big game i can't i want to i want to go ahead and, and watch a little bit of that and catch some of those um highlights uh and number four penn state is uh playing indiana um notre dame number 22 playing miami of ohio number 13 auburn at uh let me say this number 24 mississippi state at number 13 auburn and then uh number 11 ohio state at Rutgers. number six washington at oregon 
And number 15, Oklahoma State at Texas Tech. Number two, Clemson plays number 12, Virginia Tech. I think that's going to be a really good game. It's going to test Clemson's um, uh, ability to be able to stay undefeated. I think Virginia Tech brings in one of the, one of the best special teams groups in the country as well as a, a, a really sh sheer uh, will to win every time they go out to try to play the game. Um, we also have uh, Ole Miss at number one, Alabama at 8 p.m. Um, and Northern Illinois at number 19, San Diego State. That's, that's our late night game at 9:30. So we uh, we got a really good good lineup of college football games this um, this weekend. So I can't wait to uh, kind of check out some of the, the highlights and, and people um, see some of my, my favorite players play. And then also uh, the, my Stanford Cardinals playing against uh, Arizona here at one o'clock. Um, I How are the Cardinals I, doing, her? Man, the Cardinals are doing well. Man. Did they we bounce back last week? We bounced back with a huge win against uh, UCLA. So I that would have been a good game to kind of look at for some numbers because they said David Shaw has never lost uh, three in a row. He hasn't. Nope. Never lost three in a row. Nope, nope. And he's got an electric running back in Bryce Love that's mm -hmm. just tearing the field up. He's, he's averaging 190-something yards a game. So he's doing very well right now, man. How you doing, Mr. D? Man, uh, you, when you get on campus, it's a kind of a false sense of security. The outside is, is packed getting in here. Right. But, like, on campus right now, I guess everybody's trying to get in here, going different things. To home. You can tell it's homecoming. It's definitely world. homecoming. I think everybody's going to the local grocery stores and getting all this stuff that they That's need to get. That's what it is, yeah. Yeah, because actually when you get on campus, there's not a lot of people that are coming in now. But I tell you, the weather's beautiful out here today, too. Absolutely. Gorgeous. Homecoming 2017. Almost as beautiful as you do. Oh, <laughs> thank you so much. I'm going to get red in the face, man. Red is those big WWL letters. I like we'll, it. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about the rest of the SEC. We have our boot reports and big games in the state of Louisiana. And, of course, who are the Troy Trojans? And are we going to be in store for another tight non-conference game like we were last week when LSU put away from Syracuse late? He's Herb Tyler and Deke Bellavere. We will continue with the Tiger Tailgate Show right here on WWL. Homecoming 2017, 24th yeah, ranked LSU Tigers taking on the Troy Trojans. I'm going to go behind enemy lines and get familiar with the Troy Ball Club. But you know her right off the top. In about 40 seconds, we're going to CBS News. And, of course, we'll break it down a little more. But just off the top, Troy, the last two times and the only times they've come into Tiger Stadium, uh, they've done well. So, you know, they're, they're probably looking forward to this game. Once they had a real – one time they had a really, really big lead, and the last game was kind of tight. So this yep. – I'm sure this is going to be an interesting t contest, at least early on in the game. Absolutely. You know, they're going to come in and they're going to come in and ready to roll, man. They're not going to lay down for us or anybody else. No, they sure won't. Remember, in 2008, they built a 30-point lead over LSU and held that to late in the third quarter until yep. LSU stormed yep. back. He's Herb Tyler and Deke Bellavere, College Football Saturday here on the beautiful LSU campus where it's homecoming 2017. Tonight's opponent, Detroit Trojans. Bottom of the hour news with Don Ames next. But first, here's a CBS update. Well, you can go to WWL.com and check out many things on sports from high school, college, and pro. Of course, Saints, LSU, Pelicans, so forth. And then each week, it's kind of a routine, Herb, but do a uh, NFL Top Ten, the recap, obviously, LSU games, talking to you, getting your thoughts, and then yep. college football Top Ten. And, you know, I admitted it. Do they deserve to be there? Yeah, but they were the most overrated team in the Top Ten. And then last night got popped by a team maybe that's a little bit better than everybody thought in Washington State, Herb. And, Washington State popped USC last night 30-27. to 27. That shakes up a lot of things because a lot of people, before the season began, and certainly before the last couple of weeks, mm -hmm, uh, you know, USC looked stout against uh, Stanford. But, man, against Cal and Texas, and then, of course, losing last night 
you got to wonder now, they, they're going to have to fight hard to, to, to stay in the hunt for that Pac-12 title. Definitely going to have to fight hard. But, look, Washington State's no pushover, man. They, they've been mm -hmm. playing well for the last couple, three, four years now. So, I mean, it wasn't anything that I didn't expect last night. I, I thought, when you, like I said earlier, when USC played against Stanford, they played the absolute best game they're ever going to play this year, period. Mm -hmm. And then that spoke volumes last night when Washington State ended up beating them at their home. Shake up in the top ten. Well, the voice of the – Troy Trojans joins us now. Barry McKnight. We had a chance. Bobby and I had a chance to talk with Barry early in the week. And that man, look, when something goes that good, you want to invite the gentleman back, and he kindly agreed. Barry, thank you so much <laughs> for joining us. I was uh, with a quarterback on uh, Wednesday when we talked to you, and I next next to me is the second winningest quarterback in LSU history, Herb Tyler. And one of the things that Herb and I just briefly spoke about, uh, Barry, was that Troy is uh, a ball club that's played in some big venues before, but in this big venue behind us here in Tiger Stadium, they've had some success. So this won't be a team that'll come in here intimidated. They're gonna come in here and, and, and thinking and rightfully so they got a chance to play hard and probably win it. Possibly try and get in the position where they can win this game late. Yeah, th there was some success with this program. There has been uh, some some success here. Haven't been able to come out with a win, but in 04, it was a late touchdown pass from Marcus Randall to, to give LSU the victory. And, of course, in 2008, that's the largest uh, comeback win in LSU history, uh, winning that game when Troy was up 31-3 at that point. So, yeah, whatever happens today, and, and we've all got our opinions, and you guys are setting out exactly what you anticipate happening today. Day, and we've got our ideas here on our radio network group. But whatever happens, it won't be because or despite Troy being intimidated or overawed or unprepared for the venue. I promise you that. I think that is a valid observation for sure. And, you know, Barry, when it starts, obviously you go to the top. But Coach uh, Brown, I think a lot of people learned a lot about Coach Brown, uh, people around the program and certainly those on the outside looking in and us in the media that follow. You know, when you, when you come off and you get to a certain point, a lot of times there's a guy that's on the rise, an assistant, a coordinator, in which he was uh, at Tech in, in Kentucky. But, you know, that first year when you come in, it's kind of like, well, uh, what's expected of you? And Troy's been a program that's always competed in their conference. They put up some big-time prospects in the pros. And, you know, when you have a 4-8 and eight season, though, the kind of new wears off, it's like, okay, which direction are we going to go? And year two is telling. You know, are we going to move forward? Are we going to, you know, what's going to are we going to be thinking about Year three, we're looking for a new coach. He goes 10-3 and three last year and became the first Sunbelt Conference team to be ranked in the top 25 when they started 8-1 and one through their first nine games. And now he's off to another hot start. So Neil Brown looks like he's pretty much on firm footing there, and people are excited about what he's doing. And, and, and you know, uh, it's not it's not always the X's and the O's, and it's not always the recruiting. But in his case, what he has done is reestablish the culture and actually added to it a good bit. The culture has always been a culture of championships and of, and of high expectations, and they got kind of away from that a little bit. They didn't reinvest the. Um, the success that they had when he was here before as a coordinator back into the program. So there were some hard times. What he has done as much as anything else is provide a purposeful plan for success. He's been able to um, 
to reinvest a lot of the money that uh, hadn't been going into facilities and, and things like that. And, and as much as anything else, yeah, the turnaround on the field has been compelling, but it's the turnaround in the whole ideology and chemistry of the program that seems like it will have the most lasting benefit. He really has done done so much even above and beyond the, the 10 wins and the bowl win and the reestablishment of the winning culture. It's been the, the nuts and bolts things he has done around campus to reinstall some pride in Troy football again. Hey, Barry Herb here. To kind of piggyback off of that statement that you just made, um, with, with Troy having the coaching staff and, and things of that nature been in, in, intact for a couple of few years now in establishing themselves as who they are now, how do they feel coming to this game with LSU having a new head coach, a new offensive coordinator, and a second-year defensive coordinator? Well, Herb, that, that's perceptive because those are some of the things you look at. If you look at it away, again, from the X's and O's, and obviously we all realize that LSU has more excellent football players than, than Troy has got, and Troy will have to have some things away from just the lining up and knocking the other team off the ball to go in Troy's favor. Herb, I think you're right. Uh, you know, LSU has a new coaching staff. LSU is unsettled at quarterback. LSU has has some uh, what I consider to be significant injuries to deal with. This is a sandwich game, but uh, you know before Florida next week, and we all realize the importance of that game around LSU. So uh, all of those factors that you're talking about with the coaching staff um, looking at this game in terms of you know what things can we do to fully take advantage of maybe a flat LSU team, a flat LSU crowd, and an LSU offense that still seems to be looking for an identity and still seems to be, you know, searching for some chemistry. Troy is hoping that all of those things play at least some part in um, maybe LSU not being ready to play or not being fully cognizant of just what kind of a challenge Troy is going to bring in tonight. The voice of the Troy Trojans, Barry McKnight, is with us as Troy comes in 3-1, and one, lost to uh, Boise to begin the season, 13-24. Uh, to 24, Then they've won three straight, including a victory over Akron last week. This was a ball club. Expectations came in uh, very pretty good when you're talking about 10 starters back on the offensive side of the football and mm-hmm. an offense that churns out 500 yards per contest. Uh, we talked about the points uh, with you the other day, but I think the numbers inside the numbers, so to speak, is what's very impressive about this offense. You're averaging 175 yards on the ground and 273 uh, passing. But when you look at the plays that are run, it's pretty even distribution, and that's good balance right. offensively, and that, that always going to keep a defense guessing. You know, the fans will look in on this, and they'll see air raid offense, and they'll look at Neil Brown's background with Al Mummy and, and Tony Franklin and um, Sonny Dykes and that type of a thing, and they'll think it's some sort of an aerial circus slinging all around the lot. But, yeah, he's really tweaked that air raid approach and has really been able to establish the ground game. It is still an offense that believes in throwing the football to set up the run, but he's really done a good job not only of, uh, of establishing the line of scrimmage, but also taking advantage of some uh, of some mismatches that the, that the running backs can take advantage of. There's a 1,300-yard rusher for Troy from a year ago. He's 235, 240 pounds. He's a senior. His name is Jordan Chun. He tends to be a grinder, a guy who 
who leans on you and really starts getting yards in the fourth quarter when teams get tired of tackling him. So if, if, if he can get established, if, if he can garner enough respect from the LSU front seven, that may end up opening some more of those intermediate and short routes that Troy loves to throw, the 10 to 15-yard possession routes that um, you know that Troy needs to have happen today in order to achieve some success. Barry, you guys have a, a really, really stout quarterback in Brandon Silvers. Um, he was a 2016 All-Sun Belt first-team conference guy. Uh, he's a 6'3", 219-pound senior. Coming into this game, what, what do you guys expect out of him today, and do you think he'll play up to the expectations that you guys have for him? Well, he, to be honest, uh, he exemplifies a lot of the quarterback capabilities that, that I remember Herb Tyler used to, you know, knowing the <laughs> offense, being careful with the ball, you know, taking, um, you know, t- taking a level of toughness to sort of lead the whole team. He's a guy who, who's been here for six years now. He was a gray shirt, then a red shirt, and he's been a four-year starter at Troy. So what he'll do is he'll get the ball out of his hand quickly. He'll make quick decisions. He is very efficient with the football and a guy who has been at the helm of this team when they came within a possession of beating Clemson last year at Clemson and and has led this team for four years uh, he, he's a guy that, that the fans will notice as being a really heady guy doesn't make many mistakes and will definitely again not be overawed by the venue of being on the field at Tiger Stadium tonight Barry McKnight, voice of the Troy Trojans. Barry, man, it's been a pleasure talking to you through this week. I know you've been to some big venues. What what are some of the uh, other big stadiums Troy has been to, uh, Barry, over the course of of some that stick out in your mind the last few seasons? Well, you know, we've been to Nebraska a couple of times. We've played well at... In the SEC, of course, we mentioned the, the LSU trips before, played well at Georgia before. Nebraska's been great. Miami's been great. Really, it's um, Troy sometimes has been a victim of their own success because there's a lot of venues where Troy has had contracts, but Troy will beat a Mississippi State or Troy will beat an <laughs> Oklahoma State or Troy will beat a Missouri, and all of a sudden here comes that buyout check from the school for yeah. <laughs> that was scheduled to have us in the next year. There's been a lot shame, of shame on Troy. Shame on Troy whipping them big schools like that, man. Well, I tell you what, there's been, um, there's been a lot of chances that Troy has had that they haven't taken advantage of. And don't yeah. underestimate the uh, ability of this Troy coaching staff to underline to these players just what an opportunity the Trojans had had here in 04 and 08 and to resolve Absolutely. not to let something like that happen where they wouldn't be able to close out a, a game here tonight if Troy takes a lead late here against LSU. Had to look behind enemy lines with the voice of the Troy Trojan, Barry Magnite. Barry, thank you so much as always. Have a great call tonight in Tiger Stadium. Much respect to you guys. Thanks for the time. All right. Thanks, thank Barry. you so much, Barry. We appreciate it. And boy, talking about that, Herb was uh, looking, you know, you look at some different numbers. And uh, he was talking about having a lead late in the contest. Mm-hmm. Well, when Troy has had a lead going into the fourth quarter in three seasons under Coach Neil Brown, they are a perfect 16 and 0 in those games. So if that number would have been here or Neil Brown would have been here in 08, right. then that game that night, they would have came out on top. Yep. Because LSU, and when we went back and looked at it, the time and everything, her, had Troy just waited at the very late latest to snap the football, they possibly mm-hmm. could. LSU mathematically, time-wise, wouldn't have had time to come back at the, in that game. Absolutely. And that so was that the, number would have been 17 versus 16. Yeah, and that was the year, that was 08, so that would have been the year that we lost 
We lost here in overtime to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in 2008, mm-hmm. LSU lost in overtime to Alabama. It's always been difficult, obviously, the week after that to kind of get up and play hard yep. like that two weeks in a row. He's Herb Tyler. I'm Deke Bellaby. It's homecoming 2017 tonight, and they're going to have a uh, special, a lot of special things going on, including a Tiger Walk. And uh, who will be the captains tonight, the guest captains? We'll talk about that next here. He's Herb Tyler. I'm Deke Bellavia. This is WWL. One of the latest news talk sports weather. Teach each one of those words and text them. You can text the word sports to 87870, news to 87870, weather to 87870, and you'll get the latest. You'll be in the know as breaking news, stories, flashes come out. We will get those alerts straight to your phone. 260-1870 on the LSU campus where it's homecoming 2017 today. And each week, uh, Sports Information Director, one of the finest in the land, Michael Barnett. That name uh, rings a bell all over the country when yep. it comes to sports information because his father, the longest-tenured SID, was one of the longest-tenured SIDs in uh, college football history at one spot at McNeese. They even named it the field after Mr. Lewis Barnett, mm-hmm. uh, McNeese Cowboy. So they know an awful lot. Of course, Michael's brother, long time in the uh, athletic department, at Northwestern State University. But the point being is each week they'll send us out a schedule. It's uh, times of interest that all the events that are going on today. Of course, uh, 11 o'clock this morning, Herb, the yep. annual homecoming parade to yep. place. And then they uh, have homecoming tailgate in the parade grounds over there. That's a special tailgate. So uh, it's got about another hour there. Uh-huh. And then it gives you kind of idea of what goes on, the L Club. And that's where a lot of the players come. Tiger One Village, which we're right down from, a lot of yep. food. And it kind of gets down to more of the action toward game time when the gates open for the students and all the other gates. And it says the LSU walk. That's a former team and alumni, which Herb is taking a, a walk this afternoon. That takes place at 3.55 p.m. But if you're going to get in a – you're thinking you want to get in a good position to watch the former greats and the current Tigers, I'd be there about 3 – no later, about 3.30 uh, maybe a little bit before that because the, the couple times me and Herb have been on campus already, it's been packed yep. uh, for people watching the Tiger Walk. And then tonight it is the kickoff. And at 5.40 p.m., the guest captains will walk on the field tonight. And those guest captains being Kevin Falk, still one of the all-time, all-purpose leaders in SEC history. Yes, I just said LSU history, SEC, SEC history. Baby. Cedric Donaldson, Tommy Banks. Remember me, Big Tommy from West Monroe, that yep. big – Big running back, and of course that '98 uh, game against Florida in the Tiger Stadium, Herb, in which a '97 game in yep. which the Tigers did so well. Tommy played a big part of that, and then Herb Tyler, one of the guest captains tonight. What's that like, Herb, when the alma mater calls you back to be a part of something? Man, that's special, man. You know, it, it, it kind of makes you you kind of you know you shed a tear. You know, just cause, you know you you put you put so much into doing um, certain things and making people, uh, 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 cheer the Tigers on no matter what, whether yeah. they see you on the field or no matter whether they see you, you know, don't see you practicing and things of that nature. So you put, you put so much heart and soul and sweat into this, to this deal. So when they call you back and they ask you to do something like this, you have to do it. Yeah. I mean, it's almost a must. It's, 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 it's a, it's a twofold with this. All right. Cause it's a, it's the 20-year anniversary of us beating number that's one right. in Florida. That's right. So it's it's kind of twofold for me, and that's why they're they're, they're kind of representing that particular team with the with the other three guys and Kevin Falk, Tommy, and Cedric Donaldson, uh, with bringing us back to kind of represent that deal. That's going to be interesting night. So, so those out there, when you're in the stadium and you're checking it out, the guest captains tonight that walk out will be Kevin Falk, our own Herb Tyler, Tommy Banks, and Cedric Donaldson, and then kickoff nice. tonight will be at 6.02, and the game is nationally televised on ESPN 
you. We'll take a timeout and come back. And hour number two, we got to get our recruiting update. They tell me some of the state's top players went off last night, of course, in yep. Hanville and then other places. We'll hit on the high point players from last night as uh, we embark on the halfway point of the high school football season and top-tier recruits with Mike Scarborough at TigerBay.com. And then we'll visit with Jeff Palermo, columnist at WWL.com, to get his keys for today's game, LSU and Troy. Count you down to the Trojans and the Tigers. A 6.02 kickoff tonight right here on Tiger Radio, WWL. All right, one hour down and one to go. We'll get you a college football scoreboard up next. Plus, Herb and I will begin breaking down. Herb, Tyler, keys to today's contest between Troy and LSU. And Troy comes in here with some uh, very impressive numbers on the offensive side of the football, averaging 450 yards of total offense, 175 rushing, 280 in the passing department. And uh, when you think about what Troy has done, they've done a good job of keeping their quarterback clean, only six sacks in uh, four previous games. And a couple of things to pay attention to. Troy is uh, very impressive when they rush for over 150 yards and when their defense, what they have done in the first half of contest, they have allowed basically uh, 27 rushing yards on average in the first half of contest in this season. They gave up uh, 83 in the first contest against Boise State, then 7, negative 2, and 18. So they're not allowing many rushing yards in the first half of the contest. That could be interesting, especially when you look at LSU's running game and who may and may not play. He's Herb Tyler. I'm Deke Bellabier. Count you down to LSU and Troy going to 4 o'clock this afternoon right here on Tiger Radio, WWL. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.